Welcome to the Fireplace Podcast, live from our weekly Friday night rallies. If you live in the greater Nashville area, we would love for you to join us 7 p.m. at Harvest Sound Church. This podcast contains our best practical trainings and gripping messages that will compel you to go put Jesus' love into action. I'm so excited to share tonight um, this message should be one that burns on all of our hearts. It's on the good news. And guys, a culture that we steward here at Fireplace is evangelism. And evangelism is the proclamation of the good news. And guys, how many of you guys know if, if the good, if the gospel is actually good news, we'd share it all the time. We would share it all the time. And so that's what we're talking about today. I'm going to share a personal um, experience of just kind of when I began to share, the, when I had this paradigm shift that the, the good news is actually good news. And so I, I grew up obviously in an amazing uh, community, family right here um, at Harvest Sound. My parents have, have done 28 years in the inner city um, doing evangelism, outreach to the inner city. Like just have seen God work. I've seen the power of the gospel, but there wasn't uh, I just have been trained so well in um, what it is to share your faith, what it is to share about Jesus, what it is to share the gospel. But personally, I didn't have a paradigm shift. I thought, I thought, well, I'll just give a, a kind of a recap of my life. So when I when I would I would go evangelize. I thought evangelism looks like me praying for someone, or hey, they have anxiety, I'm gonna pray over that. Or I thought. Um, you know, they have maybe a hurt ankle or something like that. I pray they would get healed, or maybe I'd have a word of knowledge about them, or the Lord show me something specific, and then I'd pray over them. But I, I looked at the fruit of my life, and I actually realized that I had hardly led anyone actually to the man Jesus. I had just prayed over them, I had they had good encounters, but I didn't share the good news of the gospel. And so in my mind, I, I thought that evangelizing was just seeing the power of God on display. And I actually, I actually went to a ministry school. They taught us how to share the gospel. And I looked at the fruit of my life and I realized, oh my goodness, like, I don't think I've actually really led. A lot, uh, most of my encounters with people have not been me leading them to Jesus. It's been me leading them to an encounter which hopefully they would follow Jesus, but I'm not sharing about the death, the resurrection, and the new life in Christ that Jesus Christ brings. And um, I was, so I was in this ministry school and I was headed to the Philippines um, for an outreach for three months. And the Lord told me, He said, Daniel, He said, although you're gifted, you're gifted in laying hands on the sick and then getting healed, you're gifted in getting words of knowledge and and, and knowing specific things about their past that only God can know. He's, the Lord said, I want you to see that there's more power in the gospel than there is in any sign, wonder, or miracle, or prophetic word. Because Romans 1.16 says the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. It is the power of God unto salvation. It's the only thing that brings salvation. And so I went to the Philippines and literally, I mean, I'm telling you, the Philippines, the harvest is ripe there, y'all. Like, you go to the Philippines, you, you share the gospel. There's like a 
5% chance they're giving their life to Jesus. Like, that's how ripe it is. Like, I, 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 remember, I remember one time we were on a bus, and a bus full of missionaries, and we have, we'd always have a new driver driving this bus that was a Filipino. And I remember knowing, oh my goodness, we have a bus packed full of 30 missionaries, and no one is sharing the gospel to this guy. And I was, I just remember my heart was just so gripped. And I was like, I was like, the chances of this guy giving his life to Jesus is like 95% in this country. And I was like, and no one is sharing him. So literally I was at the back of the bus. And I was like, hey, what's your name? And he, he yells it back. I was like, have you ever heard about a man named Jesus? And I just shared the gospel with him. The dude starts crying. He gives his life to Jesus. And it was just so powerful. And this is, but you know what I learned on that trip? I learned that to never stop sharing the gospel. And even though we live in a country that they may not fully receive the good news as easy as a Filipino would, we should never stop sharing. And we should never think, oh it's, oh, it's just a driver, or oh, this isn't necessarily the time yet, or, or, but we need the gospel written on our hearts, and we need to boldly proclaim the gospel. And so, the Lord showed me, and so I'll say this, the Lord told me, He said, don't, when you go to the Philippines, don't, uh, don't pray for any sick people, only share the gospel. And there's one guy who was hunched over, his back was like this. And I just was like, man, like, I know the Lord has been this process of only sharing the gospel. But this one time, I just decided to disobey what the Lord had told me for that season. And I, I said, hey, can I pray for your back? I really believe Jesus wants to heal you. Prayed over him. The dude got instantly healed, stood up, right? Shared the gospel. I think that was the one encounter where he rejected the gospel of my entire trip. I mean, you saw thousands upon thousands give their life to the Lord. And I knew that I was just being disobedient. The Lord was teaching me. But then when I got back to the United States, man, we were going Uber Uber drivers, man, it was going down. Like we were to share I was the Lord was showing how how the signs and wonders confirm the power of the gospel and how they're tied tied together. But today we're going to talk about the good news, which is the gospel. And man, my iPad is tweaking. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it went all blurry on me. What in the world? Okay, we're back. <laughs> um, and so the, my problem was in my heart before I had learned to communicate the gospel. I had thought that there was more power in just having a powerful encounter than actually proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. And so I want to read Romans 10, 14. It says, But how can they call on Him to, to save them unless they believe in Him? And how can they believe in Him if they have never heard about him. And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And how can anyone go and tell them without being sent? This is why scripture says, everybody say, this is why scripture says. 
How beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news. Guys, you want beautiful feet? Preach the good news. I'm serious. Preach the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. See, the Bible says faith comes by hearing the word of God. They need to hear the good news. And one second. So, see, the problem is, is we don't actually believe that this is good news. We think, oh, they don't actually want to hear the gospel right now, so I'm not going to share it to them. Or I'll, I'll just give them time. You know, that, that, was a good, that was a good prayer, and I'm not going to share. But what if instead of this timid, shy posture of trying not to step on anyone's toes, we adopted the jealous heart of God that desires that none would perish and all would come to the knowledge of the truth. And we would speak from a place of bold a bold, compassionate jealousy that the Father has as He longs for His children. We would just, instead of just being timid and shy, going, oh, I don't know, I don't know if they receive this. I don't know if they would, they would take this in. But we would go, you know what? I have the heart of God that leaves the 99 for the one. And He's coming after you with the bold proclamation of the gospel because He desires that none would perish and all would come to the knowledge of the truth. And this is what we need. Guys, the love that they are looking for lives in you. The love that this world is crying out for you lives in you. And His name is Jesus. And what if you just allowed Jesus, the one who left the 99 for the one, to, to work through you, to speak through you, If the gospel is actually good news, we would share it all the time. There's no bad news in the good news. None. None. Well, some will say, oh, well, he sends him to hell. Well, actually, hell was designed for the devil and his angels. But guess what? God's desire is that none would perish and all would come to the knowledge of the truth. And God will give you whatever you desire in this life for all of eternity. If you want God, you'll get God. If you want to follow the devil, you'll get to follow the devil for all of eternity. But God loved us so much that he sent his son his one and only son, his free gift coming down as a love offering saying, I'll go to hell for them. Pay the price, take on sin, take on wickedness, take on death, kill sin with his body on the cross and resurrect, leaving us his Holy Spirit so we can be one with him. That's how jealousy is for you. You see, it's the power of God unto salvation. And salvation is actually the solution to all things. Because it takes a Savior to have salvation. And our, our Savior is the solution to all things. 
What if they don't just need prayer over that specific thing? But they need the Savior, the solution to all things. You, you, you come to someone and goes, oh, I want to restart my life. Well, you say, well, I have good news for you. You can have a new life in Christ Jesus. They say, I have no peace. Well, I have good news for you. There's a man and his name is the Prince of Peace. And apart from him, you can't have peace because he is peace. They say, well, I want to have a family. Well, I have good news for you. God obsessively loves you and longs for you to be a part of his family. They say, well, I want to live in abundance. Well, I've got good news for you. There's a man who came to give life and life abundantly. They say, I'm lonely. I have good news for you. I'm depressed. I have good news for you. I'm in sin. I have good news for you. I'm too far gone. I have good news for you. He left the 99 for the one. Guys, the good news is through a man, and his name is Jesus. You see, our Savior is the solution to all things. Our Savior is the solution to all things. And it is so practical. So, so many times I'll be in these conversations on the streets. And these things will come up and we don't know what to say. Well, now you know what to say. You know, my father left me. My, my mother left me. Well, I have good news for you. The Bible says, though my father and my mother forsake me, there is one that has not forsaken me. There is good news. To, he is the solution to all things. And so, guys, we need this paradigm shift that we actually believe the gospel is good news. Because if the gospel is good news, we'd share it all the time. Every day, not just on Fridays. Not just, not just when you're around your friends, even when you're by yourself. That we would say, I have good news for you. And so I really believe that there's an invitation for all of us. And we would be intentional about sharing this good news. There's so many facets of the gospel that we're going to hit on within Fireplace. Of how to practically share it because we can break it down into four points. It's creation, man's deception, God's solution, and your invitation into a new life. And then God's restoration of all things. And we'll dive into each one of those, those facets, I mean, those, the pieces of the gospel. But throughout the whole story of the gospel, we see God's good intention towards humanity. His desire, creation, he, he desired to be one with us, obsessively loves us and longs for us to be a part of his family. Man's deception, we chose our own way. And we chose sin and other things over his perfect lordship. And we chose to follow the devil's way. And this broke God's heart. And it broke it so much that he said, instead of saying you're cursed and you're going to hell, he made a way to reconcile 
us back to God. The Bible talks about the ministry of reconciliation through the Son, Jesus. And He reconciled Himself back to men. Sending His Son, fully God, fully man, taking on our sin, wickedness, guilt, and shame. Leaving us our Holy, His Holy Spirit so that Christ could be birthed through our lives and we could live life and life abundantly. Not just the salvation of your, of, of your spirit, but also your soul, your mind, your will, your emotions. You could conquer sin in this life. And then, one day, Jesus is coming back. It says in the same way He ascended, He will one day return. If you believe in His ascension, you better believe He's coming back. And He will destroy all wickedness, everything that hinders love from Him, and He will have His people. Guys, I want to tell you, this, this facet of the gospel of God's full restoration is our eternal and blessed hope. Is He's coming to restore Himself back face to face with man. And this is, this is a perfect one for someone on the streets. Man, I just see all this wickedness in our nation. All this stuff is going down and so much corruption. And they see all the wickedness, but they don't know the man Jesus. But you can say, well, I have good news for you. Jesus himself will destroy all wickedness. Everything that hinders love from him and have his people. He will do justice on all the wicked. And so I'll leave you guys today when we're on the streets, when someone says, I'm lonely, I'm depressed, I'm too far gone, I don't have a family, I'm addicted, I have no peace, I have no hope, I wish I could end my life and just restart it, say, I have good news for you. And I have a Savior who is the solution. So I'm just going to pray, Jesus, Lord, we just thank you for this time to go on the streets your word says, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news. How beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news. And faith comes by hearing the word of God. Father, I pray, Lord, our mouths would speak of this good news, Lord. Our mouth. And Lord, that we, we would have a paradigm shift. That this is actually good news, the best news, because if it's actually the good news, we share it all the time. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Yeah. All right. Who's ready to go share the good news? Raise your hand. I am. All right. If you're coming on the streets, come on. We're going to line up right here. If you're coming on the streets.